0: Welcome to the Authentic Wellness with Kylie podcast. I am so glad you're here. I feel like this podcast has been my creative outlet and also just a place to like vent, you know? <laughs> um, before we get started, I would just love to ask for you to leave a five-star review. It makes a huge difference for this podcast and I recently just read this little like meme on Instagram about how we can um, help our friends small businesses for free and like one of the main things it says is like like their posts or comment on their posts or share their posts or you know whatever it is that they're doing and you're supporting Those are really quick, easy, free ways to help support your friends. So please, 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 right now, take a moment, leave a five-star review, comment, share this podcast episode with someone who could maybe benefit from it or whatever it is. It makes a huge difference. It's super appreciated. So please, please do me that little favor and leave a five-star review. And to get started, I... I want to just paint a picture of what I'm looking at right now because I joked in my last episode here that I was sitting in my car driving, recording a podcast episode, and it turns out that I'm doing the same exact thing today, except instead of driving, I'm parked in the middle of the woods, and the sun is shining through the trees, and it's just so peaceful, and little Rory is taking her nap, her little afternoon nap, so we'll see how far I can get in this episode before she wakes up but it's just so beautiful right now it's such a fall day and all the trees are losing their leaves and it's orange and it's just it's very pretty what I'm looking at right now so that's nice (laughs) but today I just I love talking about things while I'm going through them. So I usually tend to make podcast episodes based on what I'm currently going through because I feel like it really comes naturally to talk about it. I love to share because I feel like I'm not the only one who goes through the things that I go through and I feel like this if not today eventually could really help some fellow mamas out there and it's so funny how my content has just completely shifted from like super yoga related fitness to now I feel like everything I share and everything I talk about is motherhood. And I'm not sorry for that because it just completely changed my world. It's like, it, it's a whole entire new chapter. It's totally changed my life for the better, but it's, there. I feel like it's, Everything I'm going through right now is really, really related to motherhood. So while, while I'm in this season of life with a young, young baby, I, I want to remember these things. And I also want to share to maybe help some new mamas or mamas-to-be or even moms who want more children. So let's get started. I really want to talk about trying to conceive while breastfeeding. And I want to talk about this because, one, if you don't know already, I have an 11-month-old baby. She is turning one in three weeks as I record this. And I'm at a point where I want to try for another baby. We, My partner and I want our children very close in age. And so, in a perfect world, I would already be pregnant right now. So, that's really what I want to talk about is trying trying to conceive while breastfeeding because i feel like honestly i'm an expert in this topic right now because i have done so much research around this whole topic and honestly i have not found any useful information i am super super pro breastfeeding until however long it's healthy for the mom and the child so if that's six months great if that's one year excellent if that's three or four years fantastic you know what I mean like there's absolutely no judgment there but for me personally and for the rest of this episode I'm talking from my perspective is that I am trying to get pregnant again and we've been trying for months now we're actually going on six months of trying so actually I got my I guess I should start by saying first off this whole episode is probably going to be TMI but warning right now, this is, this is what it is, right? So in June, I was six months postpartum is when I got my period back. And I think that really only happened because Rory, my daughter started in, I introduced solids when she was six months old. And so she really, before that was literally breastfeeding every two to three hours all day, all night. Like it was so exhausting and so draining. I honestly don't know how I even... That whole part, like, the first three months of being a mom, it's a blur, man. (laughs) It is a complete blur. But she was breastfeeding so, so consistently. And so we started introducing solids. She gave me all the signs that she was ready for that. And she loves food. Like, she did so well with her food. So pretty much what happened was we introduced solids and she started that at six months and because of that she wasn't breastfeeding as much so I actually got my period back so pretty much since June we've been like actively trying to get pregnant Uh, but my cycles were wonky and like they weren't super regular for like the first three cycles I had now they're getting much more regular I'm still wondering if I am actually even ovulating though, because she is still breastfeeding. And so, all this research that I've done is pretty much like how to get pregnant while breastfeeding because your hormones are still producing a hormone called prolactin, which is the hormone that produces milk. So, if you have really high levels of prolactin, you usually one don't even get your period back. So that's why usually in the first couple months after you have a baby you don't you still don't get your period because you're producing milk if you're breastfeeding. Um, so I'm wondering is my prolactin levels still high enough where I'm not actually ovulating but I'm still bleeding every month? And I actually had this problem before even having rory so i'm not going to be surprised if that's what's happening to me again i'm really hopeful that that's not the case but things that i've researched about trying to conceive while breastfeeding every single thing i watch or read or come across they all say that you need to one stop breastfeeding or two like completely cut down how much you breastfeed and all these things limiting breastfeeding and that's exactly what I'm not trying to do right like I don't want to make it so that Rory isn't getting what she needs or what she wants because not only is breast milk really the bond between the baby and the mom is incredible but also it's super good for the baby and three it's like uh, it's a comfort thing for children as well, and so I don't want. I don't want to have to wean her if I do not have to. Um, breastfeeding for me is super important, and Rory and I have been blessed to have a really amazing breastfeeding journey. She's gonna be one in November, and she's still going strong breastfeeding. But now that she's older, she eats so much more solid food throughout the day. Like she pretty much eats whatever I eat. So she's really only breastfeeding like five to six times a day now. So she'll probably nurse like three to four times in the day and once or twice in the night still. And because of that, I am consistently getting my period. And it's not nearly as much as what she was breastfeeding before. But I'm still not getting pregnant, right? It's been since June. It's been almost six months. So... I've just dove into the endless research of how the heck can I make this happen, nourish myself, nourish Rory, as well as nourish my soon-to-be pregnancy, if all goes planned. So, here's pretty much what I came across. I came across this article that pretty much discussed how important it is to nourish yourself with nutrition, right? So eating at a at a caloric intake that is much higher than usual, right? Because when you're breastfeeding, I'm gonna try to explain this. I'm so not scientific enough to like fully explain this to you, but I'm gonna try. Bear with me. So pretty much what happens when you get pregnant is you get super hungry and you eat all the time. And there's reason for that because your body's creating a human being, right? Your all your energy, all your food, all your fluids are going to creating this baby. So once the baby's actually birthed and you have this child and now that child is breastfeeding, all of that energy that was going to creating that child is now being turned into breast milk, right? So you're eating and you're still super hungry when you first give birth your milk comes in and you're starving like you still have that hunger because your body's creating milk to nourish your child like they depend on your body to survive with your breast milk like it's fascinating and it makes sense so when you leave the hospital they tell you you know you should really be eating like an additional 500 calories a day to compensate for the breast milk and the breastfeeding So you're still super hungry, you're hopefully eating really well, and all of that energy is going to make this milk. Okay, so now speed forward to having an almost one-year-old who still breastfeeds, but not every two hours. My body is still needing energy to produce breast milk, but it's not nearly as much as it was before. However... I'm still nur- nourishing her through my breast milk. And so that signals to my body, in a sense, essentially, that I'm not total, my body is not totally ready because I still have the prolactin levels and I still am breastfeeding and I'm still nourishing a child. So maybe it's not the best time to get pregnant because I need to make sure this baby that I already have is. Okay, and can survive and is nourished, right? It's actually a really, really smart process that the body is able to figure that out. But for mamas like me who are actively trying to get pregnant again, it's frustrating because we want our fertility back, we want our regular cycles back, we want to have that fertile cervical mucus back, we want to have all those things back to get pregnant again, but still nourish our child that we already have, right? So that's the phase of life I'm in right now. I am pretty much actively trying to get pregnant while still breastfeeding my baby and I don't want to have to do anything to my breastfeeding routine right now to get pregnant. So here's what I've done is I've started eating so much more food because I want my body to think or to know that there's an a surplus of food, right? So, when your body realizes that there's plenty of calories, plenty of energy, plenty of food available for breastfeeding as well as getting pregnant, that's when fertility is going to start trying to kick back in. Hopefully, that's the plan. So, by eating and a, like a, by eating, I eat all day long, right? Like, I'm eating so much and I have gained weight, which is great, but pretty much i want my body to think that there is such a surplus of food and that even by breastfeeding and having that energy reduced in my body i'm still putting that energy back in my body consistently where it almost doesn't even make a difference like i'm i want it to be that my body can't even pick up a difference between Rory breastfeeding and taking the energy and then me eating to bring that balance back even so, I don't know if I explain that in a way that makes sense. I hope it does, <laughs> but pretty much what I am trying to do I've tried so many different things to try to get pregnant, and so far, none of them have worked and I don't I absolutely am not gonna wean Rory from breastfeeding just to have another baby like i don't I don't want to do that to Rory, and I do think she's still in the point where she does still need me, and she does still need breast milk and I don't think she's honestly I don't think she's close at all to to being at an end of that so I am what I've done is I've started eating so much more in the day I've been enjoying my cake I've been enjoying my ice cream I've been enjoying my smoothies I've started eating really Healthy meals, but like a much bigger quantity of food. So normally I would just, you know, I eat healthy anyways. Like I am a huge advocate for healthy eating and healthy living. And I think it's super important to take really good care of yourself and to fill your body with nutrients, right? Because that's how we thrive. And it's also a beautiful way to gear your body into fertility and to gear your body into into. Just just being in a place where you're thriving, right? So for my body to understand that it's ready to have another baby, I need to make sure my body knows that I am thriving, that I am healthy, that I am well-nourished, that I have plenty of food source there to create a whole entire life, another life, right? So... (laughs) Fingers crossed, send all the baby dust. Send all the fertility dust. Because I am going on a month of doing this now, almost. no, Almost a month. I'm coming into a month of really upping, really, really upping my nutrition. And so far, I've had... My first ever, like, peak ovulation strip. I've been tracking, like, every single part of my cycle to just see if there's any, like, reoccurring things that are showing that my fertility is coming back. Because the past two or three months, there's been, like, nothing. So, we'll see. Hopefully it doesn't take too much longer because I really want Rory to have a sibling that's close in age like I really don't want anything more than like a two year gap honestly I feel like me and all my siblings are so far apart and it shows like none of us are super close I mean I'm I have good relationships with all of them but they're not nearly as close as other sibling relationships that I know of that are like a year and a half to two years apart so I would really really love for Rory to have a little brother or sister that's super close in age that they can be like best little friends and you know what's also so weird is like this whole pandemic crap I'm so sick of talking about it I like it's so irritating (laughs) but I am raising a child in the middle of a pandemic, and that's the reality of the situation, and there's nothing for us to do socializing with other young children. I have no friends that have children. I feel like I'm just, like, the only mom with a young baby right now, so that's been wicked weird, and I don't want Rory to think that she's, like, the only baby, because... She's met a handful of other babies, but she was so young when it happened that I don't even think she knows she met them, (laughs) you know? So it would be really, really nice to have her have a close sibling within the next year and understand that she's not the only child and that she can have someone she can start playing with once that second baby gets a little older and... I think they'll be super close, and honestly, who knows, like, where life is gonna be a year from now. And it's kind of scary to think about that in a way. Like, that's a fear I brought up with Brad, is like, is this really the right time to be trying for another baby? Because I so badly want to have another child close to Rory, but I also... I'm really worried about what my labor and delivery is gonna look like because of what's going on and all the ridiculous protocols that are happening because of this and that kind of freaks me out um I did hemorrhage with Rory after I gave birth to Rory I did hemorrhage and so I am in no position to like even try to have a home birth like I know better than to want to try to do that um because I know I'm just going to hemorrhage again. It's I, Honestly, every woman in my immediate family, like my mom and my sister are hemorrhaged, I think. I'm pretty sure. Or at least my mom did, I know. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm absolutely not comfortable with having a home birth. Because I already know that that's most likely going to happen again. So that's kind of like not an option. And I just like, I don't know. I I feel like it's a little weird, but hopefully like hypothetically if I was pregnant at this exact moment I would have a baby in the summer of 2021 which is like obviously nine months away from now so hopefully by then things will be a little more normal and not so like protocol every single little thing wearing masks every single place you go I don't know wishful thinking maybe but I do know that in order for me to get to where I want to be, I have to be positive. I have to know that, in all due timing, in God's timing, that it'll work as it should. And that, you know, I all I can do right now is to take really good care of myself, eat really healthy food, drink plenty of fluids, exercise lightly, and just take good care of myself because I am still so breastfeeding, so I have to make sure I'm being healthy for Rory, but also to. I want to prep my body to be in optimal health to get pregnant and create another epic little Rothwell. (laughs) So I guess we'll see. But I just wanted to share that that's kind of what's going on with me right now. I've been so caught up in just mom life. Like Rory started walking when she was 10 months old and now she's 11 months old and she's a pro like pro she walks and runs around my house like a maniac and I literally just been on my feet day in and day out with her and it's amazing that she's so athletic but man I I have been just so exhausted by the end of the days I've had a hard time showing up on my social media platforms because I just like haven't I don't even have a minute to like sit down and talk to you guys So I have a feeling that podcasting is going to be like me sitting in my car while Rory takes a nap. And I can talk to you guys and tell you what's going on. And I honestly envision this being like the place where I just can have these conversations with you. Because I just, I'm having a hard time showing up on my other platforms. Because first off, okay, nobody tells you, especially being a stay-at-home mom with her I feel like five days out of the week I'm in my pajamas until like two o'clock in the afternoon and the only reason why I'm getting out of my pajamas is because I want to go for a walk usually with her in the afternoon so I get my sneakers on and my athletic clothes on I feel like I can't even show my face half the time because I just I don't know, man. Mom life is hard sometimes, especially when you're just home day in and day out. It's like, what is the point of doing myself up and putting on all this makeup and putting on these cute outfits if I'm just going to be home chasing a toddler all day long? Like most days I don't leave my house once, which seems kind of silly. I mean, other than going on a walk. So I guess that that's a lie. I do leave my house every day, but it's not to go do anything exciting. Usually it's just to go get some fresh air to stay sane, but... yeah I don't know I just there's there's such a learning curve with being a mom and especially being a stay-at-home mom and the responsibilities I have now are so it's like tenfold of what I had before having a baby and it's I'm not complaining I'm super super grateful to be in this position but it has been a huge learning curve for me of time management and really organizing myself and my days and my chores lists like it's really really important to be really good about your time so you don't get in over your head because some days it's just like oh man like I don't know how I'm gonna get all this stuff done and I definitely have had the thought like a hundred million times because we've been trying to have another baby like what is my life going to look like with not one, but two kids? Like if I were to be pregnant right now or within the next two or three months, I'm going to have two children under two years old. Like that's intense. And am I going to be able to handle it? And of course I'm going to be able to handle it because I'm a badass and I know I can do that, right? But it's going to be a lot of work. And so I really need to maximize my time right now. I need to get into routines right now that are going to make adding an additional child a much easier segue than just like having another baby with absolutely no routine set in stone because honestly like i just i want to be that honest voice if you are a new mom or you're trying to have a baby or you're trying to have a second third fourth kid And I'm not saying this to scare you, but I want you to know this because no one told me this and I was so unprepared. I tried so hard to get pregnant with Rory, finally got pregnant with her, had the most beautiful pregnancy, had an epic, amazing birth with her. And then for the first two weeks of being home, I was so scared and depressed and just a hormonal mess. And it was just my natural hormones fluctuating that caused all these emotions which i was traumatized because i thought i had postpartum depression and i couldn't fathom having that because i was just so grateful to have this baby and it was intense it was so so intense and it totally went away 2 weeks later my hormones like leveled out and i was perfectly fine and super happy but it's a lot to bring home a baby when you've never done that before so If you are a new mom, know that that's a possibility and plan to have support with food, with help during the day. Talk to your partner about the chores they're going to have to pick up the slack on for those first two weeks especially because there's no way you can juggle it all and there's absolutely no reason for you to have to juggle it all if you can set up some help before you have the baby. I highly, highly recommend that so you're not in over your head like I was because... I did not plan for that and I'm so grateful to have an amazing support group of friends and family around me that just came in and saw how distraught I was and they just picked up the slack without me even asking but it was hard for me to accept the meals and to accept the cleaning help and I mean I remember my mom coming to help with me like the first it had to be the first week or the second week of me having Rory and she just cleaned my whole entire house and like without me even asking and that was so helpful so thank you mom <laughs> like thank you for knowing that that's what a new mom needs because the last thing you can think about is making sure everything is spotless and making sure every the laundry's done i mean it's just all those little things you don't think about when you're in like nesting pregnancy bliss about to have a baby so put that on your to-do list if you're pregnant right now make sure you set up a support system get a meal train going like absolutely do that or if you don't want to take from people freeze food like if there's one thing I could have done differently it would be to freeze meals in the freezer that I could just put in the oven and have like yummy healthy food because postpartum is so important to nourish yourself just as important as it is while you're pregnant to nourish yourself it's just as important to heal your body with nourishing foods after the fact so definitely don't skip that like that's one thing I really messed up on that put so much stress in my life postpartum was not having those meals just accessible to pop in the oven quick to heat something up because you're starving you're hot so exhausted mess and the last thing you want to do is to go in your kitchen and cook food so please take my advice on that but I kind of got off track here this episode is about trying to conceive while pregnant or while breastfeeding see now I just have pregnancy on my mind I don't know, I really am, I've been super faithful and praying to God every night that in due timing, help bless our family with another little bundle of joy. I love pregnancy. I love pregnancy. I love every single thing about it. And I'm just really, really looking forward to having that again. It's going to look so different this time around because I'm going to be chasing Rory like a maniac. I know it. So I'm probably going to be like extra exhausted. So I don't know I'm kind of just planning as if I am pregnant the things I can do to like really take care of myself and to take care of my family and to make it so that everything's kind of clean and organized that's been like a huge thing I've been trying to focus my energy on the past two or three months is like really organizing and really keeping my place clean because it's tough it's like really challenging having to be responsible for so many different things in the household and you know as the woman in the relationship in the household in all of those things your duties lists like really really get longer (laughs) so I guess time management's really important and taking really good care of yourself taking care of your body taking care of nurturing your mind your body and your spirit and I know that's like so typical for me but I think it is super important so that not only is your mental space ready to evolve and have the capacity to love another baby that much more which will naturally happen but also just to be in a in a mindset where you're ready to take on that much more responsibility because it's it's a lot of work and you have to realize that it's going to be a lot of work and I've realized that and I'm ready to take on the task and I I don't know I just feel like I'm in a place where I'm ready for that so a little recap here is upping your nutrition eating tenfold of what you're already eating and don't always make all of it just crappy sugary food although definitely indulge and savor that ice cream but really try to put like really really good nutrients healthy fats spinach kale bananas smoothies like smoothies are a super easy way to get intense amount of nutrition in one small meal so Definitely hit up the smoothies and eat like whole clean foods as much as possible. Stay on the outside perimeters of the grocery stores, like really eating a clean, wholesome, lots and lots of food diet. And you'll most likely see your period come back because you're gonna change change that energy intake. And that is super your reproductive system is super sensitive to how much food you're taking in. So a quick example of that, like anorexia and bulimia, that caloric intake is so low that most of those girls lose their periods, right? Or if you're in the gym working out so intensely, some women lose their periods because they're really, really not eating and nourishing their body enough. So pretty much use that as an example. Start really eating healthy, healthy foods and try to gain some weight. Try to make it so your body's... Not only breastfeeding your little one now, but signal to your body and your brain that you are, in fact, ready to have another baby by eating healthy foods. And hopefully that'll work for you. I'm really, really hoping that that works for me. I'm almost a month in of doing the super healthy eating and I don't know. I kind of have a feeling that it might just work. I really, really hope so. But on that note, I hope you got something from this. I know I'm kind of all over the place because I'm just honestly really excited to finally have a game plan of how I can get pregnant <laughs> because I feel like all the months before now, I've just been trying to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant, but not really having any like protocol that I can follow to like really maximize my fertility and to really maximize trying to actually have a baby. So this is like the first time... I've, like, really made it a point to really, really dive in into my nutrition and to really kind of fix my fertility issues. But we will see what happens. I am not pregnant right now. So we'll find out. We'll know soon. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing this until it works, right? So I guess I'm going to have to make another podcast episode once I get pregnant. And talk about all of this because I'm really really (laughs) betting on the fact that this is going to be the thing that works for me so I don't know I hope this is helpful for you if you have any questions please reach out I love talking about this stuff as you can tell I can't shut up so if you have any questions or you want to know anything else please 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 ask right and don't forget to please leave a five-star review it helps this podcast so much It's super greatly appreciated. My little angel is starting to wake up. So I'm going to get going. But I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Much love.